0: I'm Stephen Gregory Smith, and I'm Matt Connor. Gather around the campfire, everyone. It's time for the, the Connor Con- and Smith Show. What are we talking about tonight? Tell me. A, tell us a story. Well, there's a story that uh, our some of our listeners, I, I asked for submissions of what we should talk about. We're talking about folklore creepy fall stuff, so I got a suggestion that we should talk about the Bunny Man of Fairfax County. And I said, what's the Bunny Man of Fairfax County? Um, We had half heard some stories, right, before from working in, like, Falls Church about something with the man in a bunny suit with an axe and a bridge or something. Do you remember that? I don't remember all of that. I just remember, I think, the name Bunny Man. Right. So,
1: who also is with us tonight around the campfire?
0: Oh, our producer Ryan Dean Halbrook. Hello. All right. So, so if if you go to the uh, experts at Wikipedia, the the summation you'll get basically is the Bunny Man's an urban legend that originated from two incidents in Fairfax County, Virginia, in 1970. It has spread throughout the Washington, D.C. and Maryland areas. The legend has many variations. Most involve a man wearing a rabbit costume who attacks people with an axe or hatchet. Trick or treat. Uh, Most of the stories occur around Colchester Overpass, a southern railway overpass spanning Colchester Road near Clifton, Virginia, sometimes referred to as the Bunny Man Bridge. Versions of the legend vary in the bunny man's name, motives, weapons, victims, description of the bunny costume, or lack thereof, and sometimes even his possible death. In some accounts, victims' bodies are mutilated, and in some variations, the bunny man's ghost or aging specter is said to come out of his place of death each year on Halloween to commemorate his passing. Um, So, digging deeper, what were the two incidents that happened... Um, so we have uh, Brian Conley, who is Fairfax County Public Library historian and archivist, um, has researched this extensively. Uh, the first incident was reported the evening of October 19th, 1970 by U.S. Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his fiance who were visiting relatives on Guinea Road and Burke. Around midnight, while returning from a football game, they reportedly parked their car in a field on Guinea Road to visit an uncle who lived across the street from where the car was parked. As they sat in the front seat with the motor running, they noticed something moving outside the rear window. Moments later, the front passenger window was smashed, and there was a white-clad figure standing near the broken window. Bennett turned the car around, while the man screamed at them about trespassing, including, you're on private property and I have your tag number. As they drove down the road, the couple discovered a hatchet on the car floor. Okay, that seems like an overreaction. Or several of my neighbors growing up. I mean, it sounds like parking in Fairlington. Yep, but if you if you go to like a
1: next door uh, blog spot, people, there's all that on there every day. Maybe just not without the hatchet. Maybe without the hatchet. Yeah. Or the bunny costume. Or the bunny Yeah, I guess you're right. The That's bunny a, costume and the hatchet together... Puts it over the top. It's a little over the top,
0: yeah. Um, second reported sighting occurred on the evening of October 29th, 1970, when construction security guard Paul Phillips approached a man standing on the porch of an unfinished home in Kings Park West on Guinea Road. Uh, Phillips said the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume, and was about 20 years old, 5 feet 8 inches tall, and weighed about 175 pounds. The man began chopping at a porch post with a long-handled axe, saying, You're trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. Okay. The Fairfax County Police opened investigations into both incidents, but both were eventually closed for lack of evidence. In the weeks following the incidents, more than 50 people contacted the police claiming to have seen the bunny man. Several newspapers, including the Washington Post, reported that the bunny man had eaten a man's runaway cat. Uh, So the the Post articles that mentioned this incident were... uh, Headline, Man in Bunny Costume Sought in Fairfax, October 22, 1970. Uh, Headline, The Rabbit Reappears, October 31, 1970. Headline, Bunny Man Scene, November 4, 1970. Headline, bunny reports are multiplying. (laughs) November 6, 1970, just like rabbits. Um, So there were over 54 variations um, on the two incidents that were initially reported. So we got to think there's some copycat kind of uh, things going on there. But it does go back to real police reports. Uh, The the historian goes on to, to find the reports and what was actually, uh, you know, this, this whole thing took off as, as most of these urban legends or cryptids or whatever do where all of a sudden people want to feel special and well, I saw it too. And whether they did or it's selective kind of memory or selective vision, it starts to kind of play the telephone game down the, down the, uh, rabbit hole.
2: I was was abducted by aliens. You were? Yeah. Yeah. When? Uh, no, I wasn't. Ooh. I was trying to get everybody to kind of say that. Right. Oh, yeah. Great. Right. That's that's uh,
0: yeah. Anybody else um, abducted by aliens or out seen there? a bunny man or seen a bunny man? Yeah. Anchor has this interesting thing where you can leave a little recorded message uh, to us on our page. Um, so if you have any comment on this or any other episodes or have something you'd like us to explore, uh, please do put that there. Um, just it's a, just a little voice recording. We'll probably play it um, on the next episode when we do it. But anyway, so this Bunny Man thing
1: is probably a very reasonable explanation for this. Okay, so, so this person may or may not have been an upset person living that did not want to see... Uh, development in the area or whatever or maybe was just uh, a big boozer who drank and was would get upset and terrorize the neighborhood and maybe the bunny costume was a part of a detraction from knowing who this person was, right? Like, I'm going to just put this on.
0: Yeah. And yeah then because I mean you have a bunny costume just laying around. Who does? Right. Well, I mean... Has anyone checked mall mascots around Easter? That's,
1: that's what we, they should have checked. Well then also maybe the hatchet was just a line of defense
0: for himself, you know. Well, not if he was hacking at people's like porches. I mean, that's that's kind of aggressive. I, I guess th- I guess so. Yeah. I I think that what's interesting about it is that it does have roots in some kind of truthful incident that happened and But um, he, he
1: clearly was not a real bunny because he didn't really have a life. He didn't have any kids. He's not a cryptid
0: didn't have any kids.
1: Bunnies have lots of kids. Uh, right. We don't
0: know that. That's a, Allegedly. Allegedly. No,
1: I grew up with bunnies.
0: Um, um,
1: but we went to we went to the, the nearby... We were kind of in the bunny uh, man territory tonight. Yeah, so we... we decide- but the bridge is about 15, 20 more miles away from where no, we were.
0: No, no. No, not 15 or 20 miles at all. It's closer than that. But- what, what's it called? The Bunny, the, uh, bunny Colchester Bridge? Overpass. I think Overpass? Clifton. Ten, it's ten minutes further. Okay. okay. Um, and I think there's a path that goes through those woods behind the brewery where you can get to the bridge. But the bridge is made up. The bridge part of it is not part of... It's just something that... It's a creepy bridge. Oh, because it's a bridge. It's like a landmark. And people just kind of... It was nearby, so people adopted the Bunny Man Bridge as some kind of thing. Now, Hollywood got a hold of this, or let's say like D-list Hollywood and tried to make some Bunny Man films. I think there's several and none of them are what the thing was, you know?
2: They're called furries, right? Is that... No. Oh, no oh, oh, a different so thing. they
0: just took the image of the Bunny Man and then just totally
1: spun a different story and around it. it.
2: I, I wonder if those movies are like a man in a bunny costume or if like there's a, like a, a evol, evol, yeah, an evolutionary bunny man. I think it's a murderer in a bunny costume. Okay. Um, I mean, how could you be afraid of that? I mean, it's a brilliant idea to put on a bunny costume. Like, who's going to be afraid of that? I think it's the dichotomy
0: between something that's so cute versus something that's so, like, an axe. Something cute (laughs) holding an axe, basically. Right, right. I get it. I mean, there's there's stuff like that out there. But no one died. No. But there were some incidences
2: that were police-reported that did was like a little bit of a crime misdemeanor thing kind of reminds me of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like somebody living out in the middle of nowhere and they just have this bunny costume from years and years and years ago like their parent had dressed up as a bunny for Easter or something and now they're living there by themselves kind of gone crazy and they're like in the woods and if somebody gets too close by they come over and say Maybe the, wife, the ex-wife
1: used to be, like, one of the Playboy Bunny playmates and had this extra stripper costume that it it, used, it started out with, like, full ears and a tail, but then by the end of the number, which was only, like, I think an, a 32-bar vamp, gloves
0: were off, and you were just left with little buck teeth. So the, the, the brilliant thing about all of this is that it... it These kind of things usually attract some kind of commerce to an area. So Roswell, if you ever go to Roswell, is just crazy space town with UFOs, tacky, kitschy things, fun stuff, but it's tourism building and Lancaster. What's in Lancaster? The Amish. not the cryptid or the same kind of thing. The gift shop is kind of the same. I'm thinking of the Mothman and the Mothman festival that they have. Yeah, think of some more. The Flatwoods monster has a big... Is there a Sasquatch one? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a big Loch Ness monster gift shop. Yeah, there's also gosh... Well, I mean... There's the Snallygaster Beer Festival um, in D.C. that's huge. Uh, so this new brewery we went to... Is the Bunny Man Brewery. And they need us to help them... What? Get the word out? No! Throw a big old Bunny Man Festival! Well, I would be behind that because... We'll get all
1: the musicians together? I mean, what about a group dressed as bunnies? Oh, you could totally put guys in
0: bunny suits running through the woods. There's a bunny hop co- contest... <laughs> Um, you think we can get those uh... hatchet throwing com- competitions? Well, a hatchet throwing competition. Thing I've done that. that.
1: Yeah. Do the hatchet throw? Uh, let's see. What, we could do something with.
2: Oh wait wait wait. A, a carrot cake bake off. That's funny. Could you hire the Russian band that does that one song to come and dress in the bunny costumes? Yeah, absolutely. There okay, there right. is an
1: English band called Echo and the Bunny Men. Okay. I just oh. found that out. Okay. From someone who saw my. Facebook tonight and said, oh my gosh, this reminds me of Echo and the Bunny Man. And I acted like I knew what I was talking about, so I just gave her a thumbs up. You know, like, yeah! And then I quickly Googled. And I was like, oh, And what is, is it? It's an English ba- punk band, I think. Hmm. Okay, well... Anyway, Steven got a t-shirt
0: that says, Bunny Man Brewing. And it has a brilliant logo. I also got a hat. They've got great merchandise that keeps selling out because the Bunny Man phenomenon of people... Wanting to, to know more about Or celebrate the story of uh, He's get, had orders from all over the country And now, we'd already talked about Now we talked about this on the drive home Yeah
1: So will that drive be, be before this or after this? Uh, it'll probably be after this Okay so after you talk, listen to us right now Yeah You're going to hear what we discovered
2: Yeah it'll be a, getting there I think there is a, a good idea for like a slasher movie Around Bunny Man Like even if you just said I think that's what they are the ones that exist. The ones that exist. Yeah. But I mean, like, drawing on the quote history of of the area, and even starting out at the brewery, and like, you know, seeing a bunny man in the in the woods. What they did, though, is quite brilliantly, is
0: they took this very local, hyper local um, story, gave it a great graphic design and marketing tools, and then, not only that, the beer is incredible. Incredible. Ryan, I'm I'm not I haven't it's the first beer I've had in seven years. Like oh you'll hear me say later. But um Ryan is a beer connoisseur and you're you loved it, right? Oh yeah it was
2: it was wonderful. Um it was an English style ale. I think I see that later. But mm-hmm. yeah it was good. And and does it change their their beers change?
0: I imagine they probably yeah. keep adding those sours
2: they just added like yeah. very recently and the it's, place just opened. And it is kind of a, a you know if it was dark and you were outside. It could be kind of creepy back there, too, like parking. And I'm interested to see what their fall hours are going to be like. And if there's, like, patio heaters, what's the deal?
0: Um, but, yeah, so we'll be right back uh, tomorrow.
2: just left
0: the bunny Man brewery matt was a designated driver and did not have anything so no concerns there i was I, I was expecting now this is wrong and clearly
1: i'm not trying to give anyone anyone ideas but i was expecting something like i don't know each beer was going to be named after like a different rabbit like the hairy fairfax or i don't know um But I loved, I loved the presentation of getting your self-serving beer Well, explain that. Explain what happens.
2: Basically, you get a card, right? You give your credit card, and then they give you a card, so they have your card on file. And then you take the card, and
1: you insert the card into whatever beer it is that you're going to choose. I think today there might have been like at least 12 that you could choose from. Yeah. And then you pour your beer... And it's all by weight, so if you pour a lot, you drink, you pay more than if you pour little. And then, uh, when you finish drinking, or like Steven did, if you go to the gift shop, they put whatever you want on that card. It's like your own little uh, bunny man like money. Uh, system. And then when you leave, you very coolly drop your card into a box that designates how much tip you want to leave, which I thought was freaking cool. I mean, we haven't been out of the house since 1986, but I felt like this was a a really cool experience. Uh, Not only were you drinking, uh, I mean, I wasn't, but they had a food truck there. Ryan can talk about the food truck. But um, it was a really fun
0: uh, thing to do. Oh, right, and there was a bunny man in the woods, right, right by the uh, truck. They they had a carved-out bunny man peering from around a tree, which was really cool. I think it's really cool also to sort of terrorize a city, a local town,
1: with a hatchet dressed up like a bunny. And then uh, later on, you can
0: be, you could be just influence people to make yourself into a bar. And merchandise, and right. merch- That was the Bunny Man Brewery, highly recommend, and, um... Yep, yeah, and if you've got your Connor and Smith map, go ahead and put a sticker on the Bunny Man section. We can check that off of our Bunny Man myth list. All right, Alright, well, um, I think we're going to get off here and probably sign off separately, so uh, we're going to concentrate on the road, and we'll be right back. So we have Sam Gray and Eric Barrett here from uh, the Bunny Man Brewing Company.
3: Um, how are you doing, guys? Doing great. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk over here a so second and get another beer. So Eric's talking to you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so uh,
0: you guys just recently opened. When, when was the uh, kind of like soft open?
4: So I believe this is the fifth weekend that we're open. So five, six weeks ago, we had a soft open.
0: And and you guys are doing uh, Thursdays through Sundays, right? Thursday through Sunday, yep.
4: And um. And, make, and make how, the what's the, the
0: reaction been like?
4: <laughs> uh, it's been amazing. Honestly, the community here has been, it's overwhelming how supportive they've been. Um, we've had a lot of people in here. And now we've already got a lot of people that come in here a couple times a week, uh, <laughs> which has been great for only a month or so in. Right. Um,
0: so so you guys know each other through your children, right?
4: Correct. Yep. 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 Our kids uh, uh, both wrestled, and uh, that's how we met, sitting on the in the gyms around uh, Northern Virginia, <laughs> watching watching wrestling meets. And and
0: so you guys were you you grew up in the area, correct?
3: Correct.
4: Yep. Yep, I went to Fairfax High School, and Sam went to uh, Woodson.
0: So, when did you first was were you like maybe you're the same age as your sons when you first heard about the Bunny Man?
4: Um, yeah, roughly. I was in high school. Um, I grew up in the Clifton area, where you know a lot of people talked about the bridge. Um, but, yeah, that was probably in, in the high school years for me. High school, about the same. It was about the time that you got, started getting a little bit of
3: freedom to get out of the house and uh, have one of your friends. You could find that could drive, that could uh, make <laughs> it places and scare each other. So, yeah, about high school.
0: And what um, – can you recall – I I know the bridge part of it. I know the entire story, of course. But can you kind of, in a, in a Cliff Notes version, give us what you remember hearing about the bunny
4: man? So there was it actually started in 1970 and the uh, on Guinea Road right next to our brewery on the 5400 block, our brewery's 5500 block. There were a bunch of police reports and sightings um, and incidents related to a guy in a bunny suit with a hatchet or axe uh, threatening various people. He threw a hatchet through a window of a car uh, for a couple that was making out, um, you know, when this was all farmland, basically at that time. Um, he had threatened a security guard at the construction site of the neighborhoods right next door to where the brewery is. And basically there were a bunch of little incidents and sightings of this all around the train tracks that are right behind our brewery, which are the same train is the same train track that goes over the bunny man bridge. So these, these little stories started, you know, some true, mostly completely untrue. (laughs) It just started, uh, spreading, you know, people making up stories to scare kids and, Uh, the next thing you know you have an urban legend on your hands Um, the the urban legend actually goes all the way up into maryland Um, we've had professors from george mason who teach folklore reach out to us because uh, they actually use the bunny man as an example of local folklore
0: right but the bridge part of it is kind of where the telephone game kind of took over and it gets a little wackadoo right
4: well the bridge was really creepy looking i had a friend that lived right near there and uh, when i was a kid and it just was a creepy looking bridge it was graffiti all over it at the time and so being that it was on the same train tracks people started making up stories and it became a destination point but the truth is there's no documented anything that's ever happened at the bridge itself right but but i love that when you uh pull up or walk up to
0: uh your brewery there's there's you already have a sighting of the bunny man there's a a wooden buddy man that kind of peeks from behind a tree. It's yeah. Yeah, awesome.
3: That was, that was a, a, uh, one of our customers actually, no joke, probably almost a month before we even opened, A guy was stopping by and we'd have a lot of people making laps around the uh, the building looking for it, uh, you know, anticipating when we're going to open it because it obviously took a little while to open before we well, actually would uh, a little later than we thought it would. He had made that and brought it by and set it up super early in the morning and, uh, and set it up when we came in the morning and it was there and he posted it up in his Facebook. So that was a, uh, that was really cool customers that, uh, that put that up. <laughs> and the funny thing was not like a few days after it, one of the, uh, we had a contractor, a plumbing contractor came in and jumped out of his car and walked around the side and no joke, almost scared himself to death, jumped back <laughs> in his car, started driving away until he figured out that it was just a, a picture. But, uh, so that's been, uh, that's, that's, uh, a great sign that we have. And, and, uh, thankfully it didn't get stolen. Like our other (laughs) one. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's 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 fantastic. It puts you right in the mood uh, the second you get there. Um, And so uh, you also have some other cool stuff inside. uh, Like I think on the staircase, there's a really cool poster. What what is that from? What is that about?
4: So the Burke Historical Society, who. Uh, they brought that to us, and even better, they brought it to us uh, wearing a bunny suit. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, um, so the Bennetts, who are, are very prominent in the Burke Historical Society, uh, Cindy Bennett wrote uh, the book Wicked Fairfax, which has a chapter on the bunny man. Um, her husband is the one that, he, he actually has his own bunny costume, and <laughs> he'll wear it around to any kind of local events, so. He came out. There's a picture of it on our on. I think it's Facebook uh, and Instagram, right? We have it out mm-hmm. there yeah. of uh, Sam and I with him that day. So they brought that to us. They, that's something that Burke is very well aware of, and you know, and calls out anywhere uh, in their you know in their history uh, when they talk about it. So that that was really cool of them to to do that, and it was very you know, it was exactly what we wanted. We wanted a community based business, and for you know the historical society of this specific community to bring us that. Uh, you know, it was was really was really awesome for us.
1: Um this is M- Matt talking. We really when we drove out this past weekend we really had a fun time. Uh, of course we live in Arlington, but when we kind of uh, went down Braddock Road, of course, and then took a left and then another left. And of course, then we pulled in and I'm like, wait, where are we? I think, <laughs> I, took, I, think I took gymnastics classes here at this gymnastics place.
0: Yeah. And did, then we yeah.
1: kept going around. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this, guys, we are not in the right place. This is not <laughs> good. But then when we got situated there, I really kind of fell in love with kind of how out of the uh public view it was because I felt like it was like this little hidden gym out there next to the woods. The train went by at one point. Um yep. I love, love, love the self, I don't know if this is the right word, but just the self-serving thing. Yeah. Uh works. did you
3: steal that from another uh we, process, we did. Another? Yeah, you did? We did. Yeah. There's uh, Ono brewing out in uh out in Chantilly. And Ono Brewing actually was the twentieth the the system's called Pour My Beer, and it's it's uh, basically just to set up some electronics that allow you to 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 pour the beer by ounce. Which of course, when you do that, it sort of uh, um, automates the system a little bit. We didn't we didn't do it uh, to remove a bartender, but we did it to actually be able to to uh, save space. We were we're uh, obviously you've been in here the, the, you've noticed the limited the uh, space we have inside so everything we could do to try to try to uh preserve some of that seating area was the was our importance so we to reduce that uh we put in that system so if we would we saved almost almost 250 square feet by by putting in the the self-serve system and honestly with the with the amount of people we've had in here i don't even know if we'd be able to keep up with the uh with the 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 bartenders to be able to do something so we wanted something you could kind of get yourself as pretty much as, as fast as you want, as well as it gives us a little bit more time to be able to talk to people about beer, especially when we're busy, rather than having a bartender that's too busy pouring beers not being able to chat with them. So yeah, yeah Ono Brewing and Chantilly has it. And he was one of the original people that had that type of system. And we were out there having beers and thinking, trying to think of alternatives and saving space at the, at the same time trying to, to uh, talk to the people about beer. So eventually that's, that's what our... Uh, our, our, our decision was made upon. So, and the, the woodwork and the counters and and the, the, the beers, uh, uh, underneath and being able to get your own glasses, uh, Eric came out with a great, uh, a great system for, you know, being able to grab those glasses underneath and pour directly above, but the actual electronics and the uh, taps and the pour system itself are, uh, um, are actually a package that you uh, are assisted with by the company that that makes those uh, makes those parts.
1: Well, it was so engaging. I mean, first of all, who doesn't like to drink? But it kind of gave you it kind of gave you something to do. You got this cool card with that became yours that you got to put on the the beer that you want, and then you get your beer. You're right there at the gift shop, merchandise to look at all of that, and then the food truck experience. You know, I guess could could be a hit or miss depending on what people like uh, style-wise. But I was I'm a big foodie. I was talking about wow, this is kind of cool because I'll be following the food truck schedule to see like oh no, let's let's go back because now this food truck's going to be there and 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 whatnot. But uh, we just loved the experience. We kept talking to all of our friends about just what a uh, fun and unique uh, and of course you know I don't know what the process is of making beer, but. Um, everything was just really, really fantastic. We didn't have too much because, of course, we had to drive back, and it was kind of early. Um, if you, when you start opening up like later to like eleven, you're going to see us closing the joint. <laughs> right, right.
3: Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, so uh, you brought up a good, uh, a good point. We're back and forth, and we get a lot of offers of, of people that kind of want to be a continuous, single type of uh, a, a service as far as uh, providing the food. Uh, but we're still in the mode of, of swapping up the, uh, the food truck vendors is, you know, to provide that variety Uh, what, what is your uh, opinion on that?
0: Well, I'll tell you truthfully, uh, I work for a subset of Arlington County and part of my job is doing events. And I have a list of every single food truck that is, uh, licensed in Virginia, um, so I can talk to you offline about all that, but I think the variety is is a thing that also kind of makes people want to come back. Um, yeah. And, and, but if you have something good, you know, making them a regular is not a bad thing. You know, yeah. we were, we were there Sunday night for the kebabs and man,
3: yeah. that was really good. That chickpea um, stuff was good, wasn't it? That chickpea <laughs> salad on the other side. Spicy yeah, spicy it was really good. There, and,
1: um, yeah. Me and Steven, of course, we are we are in from we are directors and writers, and we came from up through the arts. And man, we were just having a heyday driving home. Trying, we were basically planning all of your events for the next year, but you don't know about it yet. <laughs> All we them. were thinking oh my gosh what about easter and oh my gosh what if they what if we have like a a bunny hat ball hat that has just little ears sticking out of it
4: and you're uh, not the first to say that by the yeah, way that
1: hey, hey,
3: but you guys are hired by yeah. the way come on That's
1: yeah it. and then i was like wait what if like every week there's a different beer that has like a special name like you know the uh, scary hair or <laughs> the,
4: yeah, we have some we have some great names and labels and other things that are coming out but if you notice everything was called experimental and a little bit boring on the labeling because we're gonna get the beer right first yeah
0: Um, well can i speak to the beer right first part yeah um i shocking admittance here i have not had a beer in seven years before sunday wow (laughs) wow Wow. Um, I, I'm not it's not because I was, you know, sober. <laughs> right. It, it's just that I uh, seven years ago was like, all right, something's got to happen with this weight. I've got to turn it around. Uh, let me switch to wine. Uh, <laughs> right. So I have not had a beer in seven years. And Kolsch is always what I used to love to drink. Right. And you had a Kolsch. And I was yeah. like, well, I, I've got to. Um, it was. One of, if not the best cultures I've ever had.
4: Wow, um, that's great! Thank you. And,
0: and our friend uh, Ryan, who was with us, I can't remember the beer he got, but he said it reminded him of the beers he would drink when he went to Wales. Um, oh, wow. It was awesome. it was that good a quality. Um,
3: that, that that means a lot to us. So I'm telling you what, man, that's that's a huge uh, compliment. Is is Rob? Wow. These all the beers that are up are his actual first runs on everything that he's come up with these recipes 100 percent himself and put together the malt bill and hop uh hop additions a hundred percent by himself and then with a brand new system that he had to uh kind of make seeing himself he, we're uh, we're super proud of him yeah. so
1: uh, uh just for people who don't know like myself um the beer is made right there, there you don't make it someplace and bring it in it's made right there
4: Ev- everything that we have on that Uh, that we serve here except for the sodas that are in the (laughs) in coke cans yeah we make the seltzers we make uh, kombucha and we make beer here the seltzers
0: eric you you brought us uh some kind of seltzer
4: yep apricot raspberry
0: oh my god
4: so it was a hard seltzer right that's correct it's actually 5.5 by volume and you had said i didn't you said that you were a wine drinker and i was like try this if you if you're not a beer drinker you'll try this and you'll like it and uh, but yeah it's different than you would getting in a in a can
0: well it yeah <laughs> that's saying it lightly uh, what i hate about all the the hard seltzers is that like you know the aspartame kind of taste of fakeness and um, this this tastes like real fruit it tastes it was real fruit yep. exactly
3: he uses, he uses 100% um, fruit Puree for everything, and it is there is no artificial ingredients whatsoever, no taste, no extracts on anything he makes.
1: I loved the um, different size glasses. Are, are there two or three different sizes? Three.
3: We have a, that taster size, which is five point five. We have a thirteen ounce uh, snifter and goblet size, and we have a nineteen ounce pub glass.
1: I just loved it because you you could literally you know not feel like you had to get up you could you know taste a little bit without I mean I had to drive back to Arlington and of course wasn't going to get too crazy but I think I could have gotten crazy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, could, I, I could have yeah. had the, the I could have had the Bunny Man buffet. Uh,
4: yeah, <laughs> you know you know uh, Uber drives to Arlington from here. I know, so. I know. No, That's right.
0: <laughs> um I was already also thinking of very like what what are your thoughts on like outdoor like fall when we get a little bit cooler outside are you gonna end outdoor seating or are you gonna do like what what's the plan
4: well we have a couple <laughs> we got a lot of ideas that we're still trying to figure out but we'd like to keep some uh, some semblance of outside seating uh we've got warm the, the uh outside space heaters and some other things that we're going to put out there so we we want to keep that going i, I don't i won't i'll be honest we're still figuring out all of those details as you can imagine you know being five weeks in we've got a lot of things that we we got, we have no shortage of ideas but uh you know we're gonna we're gonna make sure we incre- you know, incrementally add things and do it right um you know I, we don't, I, we're I, not exactly sure what the future looks like quite yet we're gonna kind of roll with it
1: i i won't throw out any ideas it's, it's um i mean we're going to throw out Clearly, you can forget about. But Stephen did something this past winter with uh, restaurants where you could um, have people purchase a bunny man blanket. I was just about to say that. Um, Ooh, and I like they, that idea. And there, if I'm they put that one, I'm gonna put that one on the list.
3: I and if they
1: and if they bring it back, you get some sort of little itty bitty, you know, discount or something. If you if you bring it back after you buy it as like a, a VIP customer.
3: Really, um, really, really good idea. There's a couple places in Arlington that do that, actually, down there Outdoor I, uh, Yeah, the,
0: the company I work for, that's that was one of the things we did this past year for our restaurants along Columbia Pike. So yep. um, I th- you stole my a, thought. I was That's exactly what I was g- going to say to them. Great,
3: great idea. What, actually, the only other person that's mentioned that, and, and believe believe we have a lot of duplicate ideas, that is a, such a great idea. The only other person that's actually said something like that was actually from Arlington. Ah. They North Arlington, and they would they they uh, they're from Clarendon, so they were they were like, Oh, yeah, that's that you need to get blankets. Yeah, yeah, yep. you guys, you guys yep. repeated that, so that's that's a
4: yeah, I love that. great idea. If you have anybody that uh, a vendor that did that, let us know. Yeah, yeah, I can
0: tell, I can give you the vendor that did it for us, so yeah, Yeah, send that to us offline,
4: that would be yeah. great. Yeah, um, um, I think we're stuck right now on all of the uh, Oktoberfest stuff because that's right around the corner and we got to get the beer menu ready for that right now. So that's been the big topic of conversation now. but yeah, probably good to think even further into the winter. We may have to take Uber home tonight. I know I might. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come pick y'all up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting there eating gold, goldfish and popcorn and drinking beer while we're talking to you in the middle of a dark, <laughs> the middle of a dark uh, brewery. I got to um, work tomorrow. <laughs> so I, I have to
0: just a few quick things that I thought of, you know, there's that beer festival in DC called the Snallygaster, right? Yeah. That's another urban like not urban legend, uh cryptid kind of like thing. And yep. we just talked to the woman who runs the soon to open American Snallygaster Museum. Um now she's I've a never horrible. heard of
4: that one by the way. You you what? I've never heard of that one.
0: Yeah, it's really cool actually. It it's a it's a kind of a, a cryptid that's, you know, it's all, you know, bull crap made up stuff, but yeah. it it was uh, kind of created by the, the press around the area and um it died in a vat of moonshine. Um so theref, <laughs> therefore therefore they like have it this, already yeah, they have this big <laughs> like beer festival in DC. Anyway, uh I'm gonna put you in contact with her as well because she's a part of all these different like festivals and things that like even if you, you know,
4: like cryptid type stuff
0: yep yep yeah you know, i never heard that term until like two weeks ago and it's so interesting to me because I, I guess you could call the bunny man a cryptid but it doesn't really match a cryptid to me it's it's a true right. thing that you know happened it wasn't like a sub subhuman creature it was like a crazy dude in a suit but either way yeah. we're happy we're happy to have it uh around <laughs> But I yeah. promised I would connect her to you because they're making some kind of map um, and the bunny man is on it. So she would love contact with awesome. you guys.
4: You would be shocked at the number of people that reach out to us with just we just had a, a, a company that makes a trading card game based on cryptids that reached out to us. We've had I mean, we've had people write songs <laughs> for us. I mean, it's been
1: people are going to come like, there and film movies soon. <laughs>
4: Oh my, yeah. God. it is crazy, but yes. Well, that's we great. A, yeah. yeah that's... The bunny man gets a lot of attention. right? And and I mean, just the name bunny man gets a lot of attention.
0: Yeah. And I'm already picturing some kind of tie in for around the holidays with Ralphie in his bunny suit, holding the shotgun. Uh, you know? Oh,
4: we've already got a label for that.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, this is another plug for your merch. I know that your merch has been like flying off the shelves. I bought a t-shirt and a hat and. Nice. Not only is your graphic design brilliant and really clean, the font's great, um, the design is good, but the the quality of the merch is really... Like, that t-shirt is awesome. It's a great t-shirt.
4: We we wore each other out on that because we brought in all the shirts that we liked when we first started this and just... uh,
3: and and picked out the, the the nice soft feeling good stuff that with that too. That's how we felt. That's how we picked it. Is by what felt the nicest. Yep. Yeah, it feels like Thanks. your
4: favorite
0: T-shirt.
3: It, yep. uh, it does. We, we wear them all the time. I mean, not just because we have to when we're here, but I mean, all the time, Work out, whatever it is, man, because they're nice and lightweight and soft. So yeah, thank you for that compliment. Though. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, and people can get that right off your website, right?
3: Yes, yeah, sir.
0: Yep. And We'll make sure we put that in the description. Um, uh, so thank you so much for talking to us guys. We- yeah, congratulations on such a wonderful
1: idea, and we're gonna be st- send- sending all of our friends, you know, your way, and we're gonna be coming there as much as we can, and we're gonna make it our like sort of off-site, uh, off-campus like meeting place. When we get, have, we want to have a business meeting.
4: I love it. Well, you know, you guys left the other day. I had another round I was bringing out to you, and you guys had uh, disappeared. So, Oh, God, it's probably yeah. a good
0: thing we did. <laughs>
4: so, that's
3: our Eric drinking himself anyway. So. Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> No, not well, while I'm working. Not well, I'm, I'm going to send you uh, – I'll send you all that other stuff we talked about offline. But um, thank you guys so much for uh, spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. All right.
3: Thanks, thank you. Thanks thanks appreciate boss. it. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Thank all you right, guys. Have a good guys. night. Guys. Bye. Right.
0: Yes, good night. You too. Bye. Thanks so much, Sam and Eric, for talking to us. They're, they're such fun guys, aren't they?
1: Yeah, it's such a cool uh, thing to relate uh,
0: two guys to the place we just went to and
1: talk to them and get to know the whole story. Bunny Man uh, brewing, brewing Company seems like a really... A uh, fun idea, and I think they're going to really, really be a huge success. I kept thinking, oh my gosh, there's going to be a Bunny Man two, and a Bunny Man three, and a Bunny Man four. It's almost like, the, almost like the Bunny Man sequels.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I wish them all the success in the world. And they deserve it. That beer is amazing. The atmosphere is fantastic. And it's right off Braddock Road. Like literally, it's a hop.
1: <laughs> it's, a hop. it's a hop. It's a hop from Arlington, uh, and I'm from Winchester, so it's a hop. Uh, from Manassas, as a hop from anywhere around there, they're located in Burke, Virginia, off of Guinea Road, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was a. And actually, you know, you, we, we got off the beltway, and it was actually a, a pretty drive to kind of all of a sudden be in the a little bit of the country, um, you know, right
0: there. So absolutely, and I would
1: recommend it. I give it five hops <laughs> and, uh, Five.
0: Uh, what do rabbit legs? No. yeah but they have legs. rabbit's foot it's a rabbit's foot oh god where's the keychains i give it i give it five rabbit feet um yeah the beer is amazing the merchandise is incredible They i can't wait i was saying when the the leaves start to turn that's going to be a pretty drive to go there and those woods back there are going to look gorgeous um so as you can tell we cannot stop talking about the bunny man brewing company um and I kept thinking, where are they going to put my piano
1: when I come and play music in October in the, ni- in the middle of the night for the
0: evening uh, drinkers with blankets? Yeah, yeah, it's a valid point. Um, all right, well, that does it for the Bunny Man. Uh, and I'm sure we'll uh, catch up with them again sometime soon. They're really, really fun guys and got great, great business on their hands. So um, if you want to know more about us, please visit www.connersmithmusicals.com That's Connor with an E-R. You can also fa- find us on Facebook uh, under Connor and Smith, again with an E-R of Connor. Um, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, it really helps us out. And... Am I missing anything else? Nope, that's it. Uh, I guess you can check out the Bunny Man website as well, and, and they have
1: uh, a section for events where you can check out their food truck service to see what kind of fun food they're gonna have there, or great food they're gonna have there, and uh, yeah, that's about it.
0: So, All right, then, as we always say, never, never stop, stop questioning. questioning. No. See you guys.